Oh shit. I know y'all out there cranking that new Bryson Tiller. He got a new one out, it's called Anniversary. And let me tell you something, man. It's a dub. I love this jump. So we're gonna start the week off with the leading single, Inhale. God damn, I love me some Bryson Tiller, man. What's going on with y'all? Good morning, how we doing? Okay. Welcome back, everybody, to the motherfucking show. It's your boy, Scumbag Millionaire. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to No Rap. For now. Uh-huh. Hope y'all all had a blessed week. I hope you're feeling strong. Any doubt you got this week, let's put that to rest, okay? Because you deserve better. I deserve better. Shit, we deserve better. Yeah. I'm gonna let this rock. Yeah. I just, you know, I be getting carried away, man. I fucking love that shit. <laughs> Ain't shit funny out here, motherfucker. Anyway, my name is Scumbag Millionaire. Welcome back to No Ride Before Nine. And uh, I'm glad that you guys are here. I really am. I'm super glad that you are here. Uh, yo, this fucking debate. Uh, between Donald Trump and um, Biden, uh, yo, hot fucking mess, if you ask me, bro. Um, I don't really get into politics. I don't like talking politics, um, but I think we can agree on, even if you're like me and you don't watch a lot of this shit, that that was quite a sight to see with your own eyes. Uh, this is our country, ladies and gentlemen, and I, I... That was a hot mess inside a dumpster fire, inside a train wreck. I couldn't agree more. Uh, shout out to my homie, Miss Emma. Thank you very much for sending me that, uh, <laughs> that clip. Uh, if you weren't concerned before, uh, you should definitely be concerned now. Uh, who knows? You know, like who the fuck knows what's going on out here? Um, I know that we've also seen this whole thing about Trump catching coronavirus. Uh, and I know that a lot of you like me have certain superstitions. And I don't know, this this uh Simpson shit is looking more real and real if you fucking ask me. You hear me now? 
And for those of you that don't know, The Simpsons creator has predicted all these insane outcomes, scenarios, situations, whatever the fuck you want to get. And, he, and he's called them right for years on end. He also he also went on record at the beginning of the year to say how much he was frustrated that no one paid him. He doesn't know any of these. Like, he basically wants to be disassociated with all these things that are coming true in his... Um, in his uh fucking uh in his car in his cartoon um and we all know that there's one of trump that is deceased and with this coronavirus coming who the fuck knows and this his death would cause crazy amplifications ramifications all across the fucking board so i mean i just hope that this is one that i i don't know i i don't know what y'all thinking out there man talk to me what's going on everybody how we doing out there financially well that's uh, too damn bad. Uh, my name is Scumbag Millionaire. Welcome back to No Rap Before Nine. Yeah, we just, we just kind of going to keep moving. Uh, we, you know, I really want to start to show off. I saw this quote. Well, I think I heard it. I don't even know what I was watching. And the dude said that everyone has to have a dream. And that resonated with me because I feel like I've been searching high and low for my dream or my purpose uh, for a very long time. Um, Nipsey Hussle said, if you ain't finding your purpose, you out here wasting air. Well, let me tell you something. There's a lot of motherfuckers out here who are a waste of space, a waste of time, and you are wasting air. So I don't really know what the fuck you out here doing. You know, you're not busy living, so you should just get busy dying, to be honest with you. Um, speaking of dreams, you know, they can be really minuscule and really small, uh, like a weight loss goal or something like that. Uh, but it's very important to keep in mind that you should never let anybody diminish or downplay your dreams out here. Um, remember, there's a reason that they are not given the same dream that you're given. They have a whole different purpose in life. They have a whole different path than you. So it's important for you to stay on your path. Stay in your lane. I actually hate using that phrase. It's it's fucking stupid. I saw a stand up uh, with this white comedian. I can't even really remember. But he was talking about how he's white and sends his black children to colleges fully paid for. But yet he's supposed to stay in his lane, you know, so uh, I don't I don't really I don't really like that. Um, that term, it, it bothers the shit out of me when people say stay in your lane because motherfuckers is always trying to merge into your lane too. at that with no blinker on. You ever notice that like in real life and in this analogy that I'm trying to make in this metaphor, like motherfuckers is always telling you to, to worry about yourself. But somebody's always worried about you and what you're doing out here. Um, so just stay focused, stay consistent, stay dedicated, stay disciplined and uh, continue to chase that dream, you know, because the moment you stop, someone else is going to fulfill that dream for you. That ties into these motherfuckers out here with excuses. Uh, I just want to know because I know we all got them. You you got friends out there, associates, or peers that it seems like every time it's time to do something, there's an excuse that comes out their mouth. And it's like, now you're upset because you back at square one and y'all having this communication issue about, you know, why there's a problem in the first place. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, we're getting too old to the point to be playing with people's time. Okay, time is a, is a very valuable thing, especially because time is not promised to no one out here. Okay, but I encourage you to slowly but surely start cutting these people off out of your life. They're a poison and you don't even realize how big of a poison they are. The reason that you can't fulfill certain things is because you're waiting on Joe Schmo and the gang to uh, to join you on your endeavors. And that, that shit needs to stop. Um, we 
excuses are are something that we just do. Like I, I make excuses all the fucking time as to why I won't go do something that I need to go do, or I'll put it on the back burner and go hang out with the homies. But yo, every time you do shit like that, man, you are really hindering your progression. And and the word hindering means it's, it's like to cut it short, to curtail. Like, so you you really gotta figure out and and step back when that situation is happening, when these people are making excuses. And you know what really bothers me about people who make excuses? Let's say you call them out, they get defensive, and now you're arguing, and it's it's just a it's a very messy thing. Um, but these excuses gotta go. Like for real, um, it's only a matter of time before your circle, your peers stop dealing with your excuses and they completely cut you off just in general because nobody likes dealing with that. You know, I don't like dealing with that. You know, I'm a, I was raised to believe that when, when you do something with somebody, they're taking time out of their day to spend whatever it is and go to lunch or do a photo shoot or, uh, I don't know, go do community service, like whatever, bro, whatever. So if I take the time out of my day and I schedule something with somebody and then all of a sudden, four weeks later, we have come to the day where it's supposed to be going down and I hear a bunch of this and that and because it's just a bunch, you know, Charlie Brown, that's what it be sounding like. I swear on everything I love because the moment you hit me with the but or the uh or the damn, like all those, all those like onomatopoeias, I think that's what that's called. That's associated with that. Um, like that shit just drowns out. Like, but it's like, all right, cool. You're, you're blowing me. Like on, I literally just be tuning that shit out because I can't stand that shit no more. We're adults. Like, l- let me ask you something. If, if you get your very first apartment and you fail to pay rent and the landlord is about to evict you, you please tell me right now what type of excuse you about to have in your back pocket. So these niggas won't put your shit out on the street. It don't work like that. Okay, a lot of y'all need to get slapped with a real reality check so you don't have an excuse to bring to the table. I don't know why y'all y'all got these excuses. Is it and, and I posted it on my story earlier this week. I feel like everybody I know is chalked full of excuses. Don't nobody take no time to do nothing. Don't nobody take no time to learn nothing. Everybody out here, including my damn self, is expected for shit to be handed to us. And that makes us lazy as fuck. I know a lot of y'all motherfuckers out there. Y'all are some lazy pieces of shit. And you know what? You be the one that be requiring the most out of everyone else. But you don't bring shit to the table your goddamn self. And and personally, man, for real, in all honesty, I'm ashamed of you. I'm ashamed of you because you're not making nothing better for nobody. And in fact, you're an infection walking around. And all you're doing is infecting the people around you with that terrible ass, negative, non-follow-through bullshit energy that you got. That's another thing that really irritates me. It's people who that don't follow through. That shit is like, I'm too old for that, young. People who don't follow through are kids that forget their homework at, at, at home. And then they ask little Johnny, where's the home? Oh, I forgot it. Bro, you, you, no, that's, that's you. You little Johnny. Because you always got excuses. You don't follow up for shit. I mean, to be honest, bro, you a child still. But you got the nerve to be walking around here with your dick out calling yourself a man. Nah, bro. That ain't it for me. You know, I've had a lot of people in recent years, months, whatever, um, message me or or bring it up in conversation when we're together 
uh, when I'm talking all my shit. Can I talk my shit again? You know, a lot of these people get defensive and, and you know, always want to be the first person to make a comment and, uh, you know, just, just a whole bunch of things. But you guys got to understand this. I don't know a lot of you. A lot of you I do know, okay? But a lot of you I do not know. I got people that listen to my podcast that I've never met in my life. People who live in like uh, the deep south, people who live in the Midwest, and even people way over on the West Coast. Now, I don't know a lot of those people, okay? And keep this in mind. If I say something that triggers you, it is not meant directly. It, it is not, you know, directly. Uh, what the fuck am I trying to say? It's not. Uh, I'm not pointing a finger at you. Okay. A lot of the times if these things hit a trigger for you, it's because it applies to you. Do you understand what the fuck I'm saying? It applies to you and you getting mad because you think I'm out here singling you out. But in fact, I'm just speaking to the masses. I'm speaking from personal experience. So if you want to get mad because I say something, well, then I mean, you just need to turn this shit off and, and I don't know. I don't know what else you need to do because chances are you probably don't even got nobody in your life that holds you accountable for shit. Okay. So I am the voice that's not directly, you know, directed towards you. Just telling you that maybe you should change a couple of things in your life. Okay. Uh, but while I am on the uh, topic of wanting to connect about something, um, I think that it's all safe to say that we are all in an accord and an accord means an agreement, um, that this, um, this, uh, the results of this Brianna, uh, Taylor case are just outright disgusting. I don't like it's. I'm going to tell you right now, I got a lot of, a lot of like fake woke black friends and a lot of woke black friends who was, who was telling me that this shit was going to happen. And I didn't want to believe it. I wanted to believe that there was some sort of justice, but I don't even know why I keep trying to convince myself of this because there isn't, you know, back when I first found out about this Breonna Taylor thing, I was very upset, but it's like, what can I do? Everybody out here really honestly thought that by reposting that Breonna Taylor shit every day on social media, that somebody was going to go to jail. Now, first of all, you know these cops wasn't going to go to jail because had they went to jail, they would have gotten murdered in jail. We all know that. Like, I, I got I got family on the inside and shit like that don't fucking rock. Now, y'all need to tell me why you mad. A lot of people out here infuriated, especially the black woman. You know, it's, it, it, it's so talked about all the time how much shit the black woman gets because nine times out of ten... Black women are in jail for some shit they boyfriend did, some shit that they nigga did, some shit that had nothing to do with them, you know. But the movement right now is so focused on black brothers and 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 all that the women don't get none of that at the end of it, you know. They 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 get the bottom of the barrel shit. But here we are, these three cops are gonna pretty much walk scot free and walk these streets every day for killing someone in their sleep, and you know, like I said last week, you gotta pick and choose your battles, and this is something that I can no longer fight. Every time we we come together as a community and um and we fight for what's right, it seems like the system just spits us right in the face. But I'm gonna tell you what the fuck is gonna change if you choose to do it. Remember that riot and shit? Remember that burning shit down? I guarantee fucking to you, if that shit starts up again, some something gonna change. Because they can't control us all. They can't box us in all the time. Now, I'm not telling y'all to go out there and start lighting Molotov cocktails and start destroying shit. But do you see the type of, do you see the difference in the things that was going on? Like when, when George Floyd died, the streets lit the fuck up. And, and, and then there were some changes that took place. 
Now we got Breonna Taylor over here. All the fuck we've been doing is posting her name on social media, talking about say her name, say her name, say her name. But what the fuck is y'all really doing for her? Please tell me. Because I would be angry. Let somebody in my family get murdered in they fucking sleep. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to take some real fucking action. I'm not with this talking shit no more. It's only a matter of time before the oppressed wow the fuck out. And I'm trying to tell you right now, it happens in all these movies. Where do you think they get all this inspiration from these movies from? This shit is going to happen. Where are you going to be when all this shit happens? I'm telling you, you better get that gun. But a lot of us struggle with maintaining and keeping connection. And what I mean by that is, the very first thing I'm going to say is that it is okay, okay? It is okay. You do. You are only one person. You are only one woman. You are only one man. You can only do but so much in one day, okay? There are relationships that you nurture and you water and, and, you, and you pour into them. And there are others that don't get that same kind of love. And... I, I, I'm like, let me, how many people in your phone book do you talk to every single day on a constant basis? You don't. And if you telling me that you do, I know you're lying. Okay. It's, it's, that's fine too. Cause people lie. Um, but outgrowing friendships is okay. All right. There are people that you may have known for 10, 15 years. And all of a sudden you feel like shit is starting to dwindle. That may not be in the cards for the re- for your the rest of your life for its an entirety. Let's say you got a good seven eight year run with somebody, and all of a sudden you know things are kind of going south. That's okay, it's all right. Okay, for those people who uh, like like one of my boys out there, he struggles with communicating with people every day. Why is that? Well, a lot of that is because he has a girlfriend, so a lot of his time is poured into his girlfriend, and you know he's trying to make sure that she has everything that that she needs. Uh, emotionally and financially and spiritually and, and all that other bullshit, okay? And then he also runs a clothing line. So when you when you really want something, you're going to pour all of your time into it. I'm not saying that he doesn't want relationships with his, with his other friends, but it's hard for him to balance those things because he's pouring so much into something that he wants for himself that it's hard for him to spread that love everywhere else. I got friends that I've known for years, okay, years, I don't talk to these people every day, now, yeah, when we see each other, and we're in cahoots, and we're at the function, it's all love, it's always going to be love, but what you need to keep constantly keep remembering is that it's okay for these friendships to dwindle over time, uh, my mother said that, you know, when it's all said and done, if you're going to be able to count these friends on one hand, more and more that, that, that these days turn into weeks, I find that to be true, um, you got to also understand that, not everyone is going to be motivated like you. So the moment you finally uh, like hit that ground running with whatever you got going on in your brain, it's going to be uh, it's going to be hard to give your energy to other people who don't share the same vision as you. And it's not necessarily doing something uh, like crazy, stupid, fucking cool, like opening up a restaurant or starting a clothing brand or I, I mean, I don't fucking know or starting a rap career. I don't fucking know. But what I'm trying to say is just like you got to understand that. Because these people aren't motivated like you, they're not going to give you the same energy that you'd be giving yourself to get these things done, okay? And that's where friendships and relationships starts, start to dwindle. People that don't understand the, the time clock that you're on, uh, they become distractions. Um, and it's crazy because I recently just watched this movie on Netflix called Residue. 
and it's a, and I spoke about it briefly on my Instagram story, but it's about this young black man who's an aspiring filmmaker from the Washington, D.C. area. He moves to California, comes back, and gentrification is taking place. I'm not sure what time frame of D.C. this is. I want to say it's like the early 2000s because, like, yeah, uh, the neighborhoods was still looking a little rough. Q Street and Eckington was still looking pretty rough around that time. They were mesh- meshing old old world lingo, new world lingo. It was kind of hard to keep up. The acting was super fucking terrible. Uh, and you can tell that he had a really limited budget with this movie. But this movie won crazy amount of awards. I want to say it won anywhere from like six to eight, maybe even nine awards. I don't know if Sundance Film was up there with one of them. I'm sorry, I'm I'm dancing around this bush right now but there was a scene where he's talking to one of his childhood friends after being back and his childhood friend was making him feel bad for leaving while they had to sit in stay in the city in dc and fight for their life every day and and it's a jungle now on the one hand it is your own fault that you didn't want to do anything better for yourself so that's where you stayed your whole life and on the other hand yeah when jay left and the main character, his name's Jay. When Jay left, he, he he's right. He just left all these niggas in the fucking dirt. You know, he didn't keep communication with nobody. He just went out to California, you know, became Mr. Big Shot is what I guess I'll call it. Mr. College is Mr. University is what they called him in the movie. And, um, and yeah, it just felt extremely terrible. Didn't even know that one of his best friends was locked up. I guess my question is, who's the bad guy in this situation? I mean, I've got plenty of friends who are bumps on the log, who are unmotivated, um, but I don't, I don't want that to be me. And and keep this in mind a lot when you when you find something that you like to do, or you know, per- perfect example when fellas when you go get a brand new girlfriend, all your niggas give you shit. And why is that? Because they're afraid that you're gonna leave them there. They're afraid that you're gonna move on with your life and do some really cool, exciting things, and they kind of just gonna be sitting there in the dust. <laughs> But, man, at the same time, you should you should be happy for these people. You should be happy for your friends. You shouldn't really be trying to, you know, throw them off of their path all because you don't really know what you want to do yet and you're unmotivated. In the beginning of the podcast, I talked about how everyone has to have a dream. And, you know, I have a dream. But I think about how many of my tender dream. I think about how many of them throw low-key shade towards me because I want to do better. And and it's 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 disruptive to my energy and my aura. I remember one time I was out with one of my homies and you know, he gave me shit about finally having my own place. But it's like what was what was my response supposed to be to that? It's not my fault that you don't wanna uh hold a job. And it's not my fault that you wanna be a fuck nigga every single day. That's not my fault. That's not my fault at all. Yeah, it was cool when we was in high school because we had no fucking responsibilities. We weren't responsible for shit. The only thing that we had to do was uh, wake up and go to school. That's all we had to fucking do. But nowadays, becoming men of the house and, and adults and shit like this, it's it's you know um, what am I what am I what am I really trying to get at? Uh, uh, our roles change as we get older, but how, how often do you still want to remain a little boy? I, I, I'm tying this back into people who make excuses and people who don't follow up there. There are still children out here amongst men. Now, let me, let me also clarify something there. There are peers of mine who have children. Now I'm not saying that they're unmotivated. They have a whole new purpose in life and their purpose is to be a good father or father figure to their children. Okay, now I know where to find all of my friends at any given time in the day. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? I don't really know. 
But I know where to find a majority of my friends any time of the day without a cell phone because they hang out at the same places. And that, and to my people out there striving to be better every day, you cannot be worried about these motherfuckers out here. They're going to be there. They will always be there. T- going back into dreams, like I have a dream and it's nothing that requires, I thought my dream was to make a whole bunch of money, but it's not. Like I want a platform that I can do better for other people and do better for my community. Yeah, that comes with money. But the moment that I get all those things, my community is going to get all those things. Because I really, I recently realized that money doesn't really make me happy. A good friend of mine, Officer Bob, shout out to you, uh, told me that I'm a very happy person. And he's right. I mean, I, I genuinely am. I had to cut a lot of poison out. But that's what brings me my happiness is because I'm, I, don't, I don't really need money. I've been there without money. Yeah, money would be good. I mean, Kanye said, I, I hate to quote Kanye, but he said, money's, what is it? Money, having money's not everything, not having it is. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. But what happens when you're rich off life? Or when you're rich off just good relationships? Or, you know, that, that billionaire boy says, uh, saying, wealth is in the heart of the mind and not the pocket. See, the world is so contradictory. And I say this every single week. Um, but going back and, and trying to just quickly recap on what I'm mainly getting at is that life's about choices. And when you decide to make a choice, you have to follow through with that choice, okay? Uh, there will be people who will be mad because you make a choice and it seems like you leaving them in the dust and, and shit like that. But what if what if by you making this choice, you become a millionaire and then you're able to help the friends out? Now it ain't a problem. Then it won't be a problem, right? I don't know. I just feel like I'm rapping right now. If, if I feel like this makes sense, but it doesn't make sense and it does make sense. But I feel like a lot of y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know, so with all those things being said, I want to shift into some more positive things, okay? Um, <clears throat> last year, around my birthday, I took a uh, life-changing trip, still on U.S. soil, but it didn't even matter because I mustered, up the, I mustered up the strength to do this in the first place. I took this really awesome trip out to Puerto Rico, celebrated my birthday, a lot of cool shit happened, shit that you probably wouldn't even believe if I told you, uh, but it was great. Um, I've been searching for another life-changing experience like that um, that's beautiful, not one that comes from struggle, one that comes from like the fruit of your labor, so to speak. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, I, you know, while quarantine was, I guess, coming to an end, because I don't really know what the fuck is going on right now, and I'm just kind of convinced sometimes that this is not even a real thing. Um, I wanted to uh, make another trip and, and go out the country this time. For those of you that don't know, I recently acquired my very first passport back in December. I had a bunch of plans this year to fucking paint the town red, so to speak. But God had other plans. That's okay. Um, so I, I I reached out to a bunch of people who I would like to, you know, hang out with and, and joke with and, you know, ha- share this experience with. Um, and I want to say, like, I racked up like a solid 10 to 12 people. But as the months, as the week started turning to months, those numbers started to dwindle. And now I'm left in the same position that I find myself usually always in, going alone. Um, now it being my first time out of the country, uh, there are some things to be mindful of things to be, uh, super concerned with. Like, I don't speak a whole bunch of Spanish where I'm going is Cancun. I mean, it's very American. It's very touristy over there. So I don't really have like a whole bunch of shit to worry about. I will be venturing off into an Island called Isla de Mujeres, which is like the Island of women. I guess that's what that translates to. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but excuse me. Um, but um, with all the, with, you know, with all that going on, um, 
Uh, sorry, guys. I just lost my train of thought because someone was calling me while this, while I was trying to give you my all. Give you my all. That's not even a fucking song. I just like to harmonize shit when I when it feels right. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so you when, when you're traveling outside of the country, it's 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 scary, especially because you are a mark for other people in these countries to you know to hustle or get kidnapped or you know, murdered. And the reason I say it like this, because this is Kevin Hart movie where he's like, why do you want me to get murdered? No, murdered. Anyway, that's an inside joke to myself. Go fuck yourself. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it, it's, I want to tie this back into outgrowing and outgrowing your friendships and your peers and your relationships that you, that you have with other people. If I waited for every single one of these people to be ready to live life or grab life by the balls, is how I'll say it, then I would never be doing anything really. Um, I would be sitting at home or just going back and forth to work and not really taking advantage of the things that I have at my fingertips out here. You know how many times I come across people posting things about living life to the fullest and, and having no regrets and doing shit because you may not get another chance or another another day to do it. You know how many people I run into on a constant basis who physically tell me how appreciative of, of their life uh, you know how many people that I that I don't know that post all these motivational, inspirational, go live your life quotes. But it's 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 so funny because these are the same people, like the same people who are saying all this shit. Like it seems like they are totally content with clocking in and clocking out of their job and going home and doing the same shit they do every weekend. They don't do nothing out of the ordinary. These same people, excuse me are the ones who, when you ask them to do things, uh, you know, they're using money, money as an excuse. But you look at these niggas. These niggas got every Yeezy that comes out. They got the they got the Chrome Hearts swag. They got all this jewelry. Who knows if it's fucking real or not? I mean, because all these ads on IG, all this, all this shit be looking real and fake and fake and real. You know, but... You know, they're talking about living their living their life and, and wanting more out of life. But every time you turn around, they're buying another article of clothing or another pair of sneakers that adds no value to who they are as a person or gives them no type of life experience. Like, I refuse to be arguing with niggas out here who think that buying designer is a fucking goal and an accomplishment. I refuse to have arguments with niggas about sneakers anymore. Like, I refuse to have all these types of conversations. Man, like, I work, so I work in the restaurant industry, and you would not believe, believe half of the conversations and dialogues that I hear just upon ear hustling, walking from table to table. A lot of, the, a lot of my peers don't have, there's no substance in these conversations because no one's really living their life. Everyone lives their life on their phone, you know? Like, the only reason that that uh, that traveling has become a thing as of the last couple of years is because of the internet. It's because of social media. You want to brag about, you know, where you've been and what you're doing. And I mean, hey, whatever. That's that's the time we live in. So more power to you. Speaking of the internet, um, I'm getting really sick and tired of y'all bitches out here. And I'm gonna and I don't really call women bitches, but y'all get on my goddamn nerves. And I'm I'm gonna speak for the rest of us. So you know, if you don't like it, what can we tell them, folks? Go fuck yourself. Exactly. Um, I'm getting tired of seeing all these women out here 
posting things about building up other women. Now, I have no problem with women empowerment. Listen to me. But you're not building nobody up. The only people that you're building up is the same people that you hang out with and you go to their house on the fucking weekends. Why don't you build someone up that you don't know? You live in fucking, um, I don't know, you live in Arlington, Virginia. Why don't you search for somebody on the internet, since you're always on the internet, in, in Oklahoma City that is, you know, got low self-esteem, overweight, ugly, this, you know, I mean, we just gonna, we gonna call the bitch ugly. And why don't you build her ass up? Because, like, who you, you're not really empowering nobody but your circle. And I get it. Like, we should have, we should hold each other accountable and, and, and fucking, um, yeah, yeah, my, my bitch is bad. And if you ain't got friends that are gassing you like this, then you ain't got no, okay, cool. So, why, why don't we go outside of that circle? Why don't we see if you can really empower other people who, in, I mean, like, it's no benefit to you. Like, the only reason that you hype your bitches up is because your bitches is going to repost it and then some other nigga that you're going to end up being disappointed with in six months is going to try to go smack at you and it ain't going to fucking work out. So, why don't y'all try building each other up outside the immediate circles that you're in? You might feel better about the the building up that you're fucking doing. I think it's a load of bullshit if you ask me. Um, but before I get out of here, I want to share an experience that happened to me over the last couple of weeks. And I want you to think it's ever happened to you. Uh, I'm driving home. It's late at night. Um, I'm on an empty fucking beltway uh, and it's pretty dark. And all of a sudden I see this guy on the side of the road and he's he's hitchhiking. He's got his thumb out and he clearly needs help. But here we, here's the problem with the situation. There was no car present. And I was wondering the entire time, how the fuck did you even get out of here? Now, he didn't have a whole bunch of torn up clothes. He looked pretty presentable and things like that. But here is where I'm plagued every single time. And this happens so quickly. It's 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 scary. It's discerning. It's all the above. Now, should I have helped him or should I have left him there? Uh, part of that is, is that God's blessing or is that the devil's temptation? Uh, I got a vivid imagination. I didn't see in hella movies. I remember The Hitcher. I don't even remember the, the main character of the movie. But basically, it's about a couple who's driving across country. They see this hitchhiker. They pick his ass up. And yep, you guessed it. He kills both of them niggas. God damn it. What? It, it, you know, wasn't nobody black in that movie, okay? Only white people do shit like that. But getting back to my point, in the scary world that we live in, should, should like, I, I feel like I did the right thing. But an eye for an eye leaves the world blind, right? Like, I'm, I'm so confused as to the type of person that I'm supposed to be out here. Now, yeah, I could have picked him up, but he also could have left me for dead. And y'all wouldn't have been able to enjoy no goddamn podcast today or this week. And I wouldn't have went to Mexico. Um, so, I, I, you know, if anyone can help me understand those things and what you do in that situation, let me know. Help me out. Reach out to me. Um, I'm, I'm taking advice from all angles. Um, but anyway, I appreciate y'all, man. I love y'all. My name is... Scumbag millionaire, y'all know who the fuck I am. This has been another episode of No Rap Before Nine. And if you don't know by now, two things run this world. That's pussy and money. I'm going to leave y'all with this new 21 Savage shit. This world know about money and pussy. And you need to figure it out. And once you figure it out, you'll be better off in life. Y'all have a great week, all right?
nigga shit I do a lot of Nigga we be sippin' out the bottle I be fresh as hell rockin' product Hoppin' out the PJ with a model Swimmin' in a baddie tryna drown Every nigga with me got style I won't put a watch on this it cost a hundred thousand I want all the money and the power She took me for granted even when I tried to show her the better me I did a 69 with a friend, I'm praying to God, she don't tell on me. Used to ride more than nine, nigga, getting head in the colony. Percocet got me floating like a butterfly, but I sting you like a bumblebee. St. Laurent, the only thing I put on my back. Off white jeans look like cooked crap. I caught a poor stomach, could have shit snatched. Yeah, my girl a dub, not her butt fat. You might take your women to the Louis though. My bitches be asking what Chanel at. I know you see them crosses, yeah, that's chrome heart. All this water on me, where the whales at? Stars in the ceiling, I'm what God at. The supercharged wine like the car mad. Savage got a whole lot of hits, dawg. I be dropping bonds like bad dad. Rich nigga shit, I do a lot of. Nigga, we be sipping out the bottle. I be fresh as hell, rockin' product. Hoppin' out the PJ with a model. Swimming in a baddie, trying to drown. Every nigga with me got style. I won't put a watch on this, it cost a hundred thousand. I want all the money and the power. Yeah, I've been in the vault with a gold in the back. Ayy, no longer my dog, cause she told you a rat. Ayy, back to back, push me, savage, right around in town with a pipe, shaggy loud like the bitch. Five hundred racks, what it's cost to be exact. And it takes one mil, five hundred thousand racks. I ain't even take the Rolls Royce truck back. Fuck the new one with the stars and the wheel, they stretch you. Open up the door, but you ain't gotta close it back. Everything electric, baby, everything a blessing. Keep a ring and a rollie for your next bitch. Yeah. Niggas riding around the torches trying to split shit. I been riding with a car to call it stick shift. When I eat, I got a gold yard handkerchief. Kilo mama on her knees and I ain't gonna lift. I can get them knocked off without a finger lift. Rich nigga shit, I do a lot of. Nigga, we be sipping out the bottle. I be fresh as hell, rockin' product. Hoppin' out the PJ with a model. Swimming in a baddie trying to drown. Every nigga with me got style.